Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, update. So we were talking, of course, yesterday, the topic, uh, the DLQ was a man has a baby out man of wedlock. And a woman had a side baby. They were three. <laughs> um, and uh, he had a side baby. The wife said, I'll stay with you. But the condition is that you cannot see the baby. You can mm-hmm. be financially responsible. Did you think he was wrong? And, and of course, I think that whatever she has to do to get through this is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jasmine took offense because I said I would sneak and see the baby. Mm-hmm. Better than abandoning it. Mm-hmm. You, want, you want me to put wrong. it in a basket? I and want you to take your punishment. My punishment is that I got to go to pay child support. No, that's not punishment. That is punishment. Have, you ever, punishment. Have you ever had to pay it? No, Have you ever had to pay it? No, it's not punishment. Yes, it's it oh, your yes, responsibility. It is. Oh, it's your responsibility. Oh, yeah. No, no. So you Why? think, wait, 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 wait. I want to be clear. So you think paying for a child that belongs to you is punishment? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to clear yes, it up absolutely. for 18 yes, years. Yes, I do. That's your I baby. Do. It's your responsibility. Yeah. That's yeah. not punishment. Well, you don't mean she kept your wee wee in your pants. You can be both responsible and punished at the same time. You can be both. I'll tell you what. If you if you made it voluntary and compulsory, nobody would pay it. Let me tell you that. But Mm-mm. because the judge get involved, terrible. If it wasn't so, if it wasn't, <laughs> if that's not, if what I'm saying isn't true, then how come people got to exchange custody of the baby at a, at a sheriff station? That's all I'm saying. Stop <laughs> telling my business. <laughs> um, you, so you don't think that's a punishment? I don't think it's a punishment when you're taking care of your own okay. child. A chick it's would not. say that. A chick would say that. Uh, happy birthday to Clay Thompson. Happy birthday to Julio Jones. I, I love that cat. Happy birthday to Anson Pack. I love him too. He, uh, Him and his wife are, are didn't work out. Happy birthday to Seth Green. Happy birthday to Pooch Hall. Happy birthday to Nick Nolte. Happy birthday to Alonzo Morning Zoe. Happy birthday, baby boy. Happy birthday to Marcus Johnson, the cold cat. Happy birthday uh, to Project Pat, uh, the Memphis rapper. Happy, happy birthday to Young Turk. Uh, happy birthday to Big Show, the wrestler. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Bethany Hamilton, the surfer who lost her arm to a shark. Remember that? Yeah. I do. Yeah. They made a movie about her. Yeah, they should. Yeah. I saw the movie. Yes, I did okay. too. Mm-hmm. I did too. Um, happy birthday, of course, possibly to Gary Coleman. Happy birthday to Kimbo Slice. Happy birthday to James Dean, Jimmy. His brother Jimmy had better sausages. Happy birthday <laughs> to Jack. <laughs> 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 happy birthday to Jack, Jack Lemon. Happy birthday to Joe Black and his brother. Um, happy birthday. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> um, we got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will tell us what's trending. I will have a little note from the GED section. It is the DL Hughley Show. Jazz man, Quiet man, tell these good people what is trending. So you know the 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 rash of robberies that's been happening all over the country, but certainly here in California, uh, with people running in and what do they call it, smash and grab. Well, Gavin Newsom had got his own personal experience with this while he was in Target, and some people came in. What is he doing in Target? He's the governor of California. Well, he was in shopping. Target doing some shopping, like most people. Well, you wouldn't know nothing about that, but anyway, he was I'm in not Target. the governor of California. <laughs> still, you're Dio Hughley. Um, so he was at the little self checkout paying for his whatever he purchased when some people ran in grabbed some things and ran out and so he's standing there like what's going on so he looks at a clerk and he says hey you guys aren't going to chase him and she says well no because we we can't thanks to this new rule that the governor's got in place she didn't recognize him 
<laughs> and he was like, well, wait a second. You mean I have to pay and they didn't? I need to talk to some people. And then she realized who he was. She wanted to take his picture. She was like, he was like, no, no, let's go in the back. We need to have a conversation. So people on social media were making fun of him about, I guess, this new law that he passed about, you know, either helping or not people who do smash. Let me grab. ask you something. What on earth is the purpose of an employee potentially getting hurt, protecting merchandise? Correct. What is this? Is the, that, that, that that's the point? That's what you have insurance for. Mm-hmm. What is the point of people getting hurt over things yeah. that don't belong to them? And it, yeah. <clears throat> now, if you want to hire a separate security, that that's their job. Eh, okay. But Even if it's separate security, the job the, the job of security is to be a deterrent and to hope for, to stop people from maybe supposed leaving. to be, which is what Prop but, Forty Seven was supposed to be about. Until you know, obviously they say you know lower level crimes, which would be considered when you're talking about smash and grab, as long as you don't have a weapon. And so you know, well, I, okay, this is what people people want to be tough on crime, but only on poor people. <laughs> okay, I don't care if someone. <laughs> I, honestly, it's really you. You you'll let people destabilize the housing market and nobody goes to jail. But you mad at some <laughs> to take some shirts and jackets out of Target. Stop it. Yeah. And so you want the, the, the criminal system, which is inclined to be harder on black people anyway. You, the one you're trying to fix, you, you want to inundate it with people with low level crimes and do virtually the same. The reason California does this and people don't seem to understand is is that about 10 years ago, there was a moratorium that the, the prisoners in California had to get medical, had to get medical and dental. 20,000 people got released because they had that three strikes law and a bunch of went to jail for nothing. Mm -hmm. So now you want to make them go to jail for nothing again? Yeah, pretty much. And let's let's stop pretending who steals the most is employees. (laughs) The employees steal more than anybody. So if we're going to start jacking them up too, everybody wants to paint the face on low. And and I'm not for crime. But if the crime, if we're going to treat crime the same, most of the things that are stolen are stolen by employees. And cashiers, those people, they steal more than anybody. So let's let's jack everybody up. It ain't gonna be just the dudes running out with a handful of of, of, of uh, jackets. It's crazy. Wow. Then you want to fill the prisons up with low level. That's slavery did that. You yeah. can go to jail just for hanging around. It's very silly. Anyway, um, also crazy. Have you and what seen? What was he in there for? Getting hair gel? I know. <laughs> Probably the <laughs> hairspray, little Aquanet. <laughs> that dude looked like a superstar. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Gavin Newsom is that fine. dude look like superstar? I don't, I don't, I'm Gavin. just saying. Okay. We we know we know. Anyway, I'm out, finally trending. Have you seen uh, the document, the trailer for the documentary of Wendy Williams? Like where? Yes. Oh, it's too sad. It's too sad for me. Oh my gosh. It's too sad for me. It is so sad. It is, it is so sad. sad. You see how frail she is. It's a four and a half hour, two night documentary. I think it doesn't air until like the, towards the end of February, yeah, like the 24th or something like that. And people are just, they cannot believe how she looks. And a lot of people were saying, why would, you know, I guess they allow her to be shown without her wigs. And, you know, they were talking to her son in there and he was saying, blaming some of the family members. But she breaks down and she cries and she talks about she has no money. And how she really wants to, you know, get back in TV. It is so hard to watch such a legend to be where she is now. She's the executive producer, so she had to green light Uh, everything. Well, but when you look at it, though, sometimes she sings out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Wendy with a waist now. It's really hard to watch because, you know, she was so legendary. And she still is. But just to see where she came from and where she is now. And I love Sharon. I said this. No one should lose their job because they're having mental uh, yeah. challenges. No one. Yeah. And they quickly got rid of her 
because and that seems to me we should have laws against people not being losing their job because they yeah and that whole conservatorship mental, I think is bad too threaten to that's fire terrible. my crazy ass over and over that's because you're not under contract that's why <laughs> yeah that might that's have different. something to do okay. with it but that is what's trending <laughs> alright coming up I don't even know what the hell is coming we got a little note from the GED section it is the D.L. Hughley show so I was reading an article by Michael Porter Jr. a star basketball player for the world champion Denver Nuggets as much as it hurts me to say that, it's true. <laughs> uh, but he was talking about his upbringing. He, he was uh, speaking glowingly about his mother and father, how they've been together for a very long time. They had several kids. He, he grew up knowing what love was and how respected, uh, respectful his father was to his mother and his mother was to his father. And it had been something he'd always wanted in his life. Uh, he's, an, he's an athlete, going to be... I'm sure that he'll max out. If if a young player like that in the NBA uh, does pretty well, they'll make anywhere from a half a billion to almost a billion dollars throughout the course of their career. So he's 25 years old, just won a championship. And he was talking about Steph Curry and how Steph Curry met his wife uh, in, in high school and they're married and have been happily married for a long time. How LeBron James met his wife in high school and they're happily married. But he said the, that ship is more than looking more less and like likely less and less likely for him because he's already a very rich man. He says he goes to a lot of things and you see the woman that that show up and he said they're getting slicker and slicker and it's harder and harder to determine what kind of relationship he can have if it's based on what he's seeing around him. Because we we all the time see young women telling us how their places they aren't going to go and jobs you shouldn't have and things they won't won't do. And here you are, this guy who's worth, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, who's very young and in the market for somebody like that. And, and, and he sees an environment that is permeated with things like that. He sees Drea having a kid by somebody half her age. Like he, so when you contrast that to what he... What he uh, what he grew up with, he was talking about how difficult it was and how, you know, that the, he'll go places and there'll be, you know, women that know what they like and are always there. The interesting thing about this is I think it is difficult for anybody to trust anybody in any situation. But when you're a young, accomplished person, be that man or woman, and you haven't met somebody by the time you've accomplished things, it is difficult to, to decide where you put them. It is difficult to decide how much you trust them, what they're in it for. That is something I wouldn't envy anybody is is, is trying to ascertain why somebody's in a relationship with it. But when you contrast that with about what the things you hear online all the time <laughs> about where you won't go and what you won't do and what you got to have to be with me and all that kind of stuff, it becomes that much more difficult. I think that for me, if I were a young guy, which I haven't been for a very long time, it would be more resonant to know that somebody had taken the journey with me. He's missed that part. It hasn't happened. So it, it behooves him to be prudent and to decide who he's going to let in his life and who he's going to expose himself to and what, what kinds of things he will parameters he will put uh, to make sure that he's safe. But I'm saying this. It's difficult to find anybody anyway. Anyway, in any life, in any in any endeavor, uh, if you to find a life's partner, to find somebody you can stand that you can grow with. But I think you are more inclined to want to be with somebody who you think at least think wants to be with you because of who you are and not what you have. And I think all of us, man or woman, uh, after you've achieved a certain level, that becomes the question. Do you want me for me or do you want me for what I am or do you want me for what you think you can get? So. 
if you miss the boat on that, I don't I don't mind people taking the time and being pragmatic. I don't mind people lamenting and asking questions because in the end, um, it, it will always be a bit of a question to you. It'll always be a bit of a question is what is this person here for? But I will say this. It is better to take the ride with somebody, better to have somebody have nothing and help them grow than to have them wonder what you're there for, to have them wonder why you exist in their world, what they what you're bringing to the party. And I think that we have an environment right now that is permeated with people who say you got to do this to be with me. You got to have that to be with me. I won't tolerate this. You can't take me to the Cheesecake Factory. I bet you what? If a dude worth $300 million say you're going to the Cheesecake Factory, I bet you're taking your ass to the Cheesecake Factory, whether you like the Cheesecake Factory or not. And that too is a question. Would you go to the Cheesecake Factory with me if I wasn't me? <laughs> and that's the question he needs to be asking right now. That's the that's like the Cinderella thing. If you will go to the Cheesecake Factory with me and don't complain, you might be in the lotto. <laughs> that's a little note from the GED section. It's the DL Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the DL Hughley Show. U.S. consumer confidence beat expectations to reach its highest level since December 2021, with the public more optimistic than at any other point since the Federal Reserve began hiking interest rates. Interest rates. Uh, the rise in consumer sentiment reflected the increase in wealth, wages, and employment uh, relative to pre-pandemic and the decrease in inflation. The gain in consumer confidence was seen all across all age groups, but largest for consumers 55 and older. Let me just say this. The economy, the uh, the uh, stock market is at an unprecedented all-time high, mm-hmm. right? Um, wages grew for the first time, the largest percentage in decades, 4.4%. So all these people, well, I got a stimulus check. Well, you got a raise of 4.4%. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, consumer confidence is based on the fact that jobs are plentiful, mm-hmm. that it, inflation is slowing down. And now Jerome Powell is talking about, the Fed, the Fed chair is talking about dropping the, uh, the, the, the inflation rate. So what happened that you think, you yeah, know what I mean? Who did that? I mean, <laughs> and, and that's not the case in every other country. No. That's not the case in every other country. And now I know E.R. Scott, I mean, Tim Scott is walking oh, around. God. Did you see that? E.R.? <laughs> but you see a lot of them having to walk back. Some of the they're having to walk it back because it's undeniable. Undeniable. It's undeniable. And all those people, I was making money. No, you weren't. Not like this. Nope. Did you see this dude swinging on a swing? He looked like a gorilla. I swear to God. Look, I'm not even trying to be funny. <laughs> Look at my page. I'm not even trying to be funny. Tim Scott, and they were just... I, oh, I like Tim it was, was it was so mm-hmm. easy to I, you have to see this you keep talking I'll find it for you do, do your do little that. report I'll find it for anyway, you anyway eating up to three servings Man, how did it lose size <laughs> <laughs> eating up to three servings of kimchi a day could reduce the amount what the hell of is fat. kimchi you've never had kimchi it's no delicious. Yeah. Korean cabbage yeah no. that they well, keep it, in the ground till it ferments yeah I had yes. cha cha I never had kimchi oh, no. wait a minute anyway, can we say that on the radio cha cha is cabbage greens do you want to hear what it does or no what we gonna do okay okay it reduces the amount of fat around your middle section, potentially reducing the risk of diabetes. And they say men specifically who eat three portions of this dish per day are less likely to be overweight. Kimchi the dish, not the stripper. No, no, no. That's okay. totally different. Okay. That might get you something Kimchi different. Kimchi smell okay. funny too, though, man. Yeah. It does. Kind of like the stripper. Do you see this dude swinging on that thing? Doesn't look like a... I, I don't want to see that ever again. This dude is swinging. <laughs> Look at this dude swinging on this. I mean, I'm like, come well, on, he's, man. It's like a bounce swing. It's a little different. It's not, it's not the swing I thought it was. If they'd have threw the banana at him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been shot. He it's ate crazy. the banana already. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. 
So NBA star Michael Porter Jr. says it's hard to find a good woman as a professional athlete, stating that these girls are putting, uh, he believes a lot of them putting on the front and they're getting slicker and slicker. We've always uh, hear, hear good men are hard to find, but is it hard for a good man, a uh, rich good man? I don't even, just because he's rich doesn't mean he's a good man. <laughs> To mean that at all? Cause no. I, As a matter know, of fact, usually the reverse. Yeah, I don't is true. know. I don't know if it's usually true or not. But I don't. The predicate can't be just a, a, But is it hard for good men to find good women? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also, it's up on Twitter at DL Hughley Radio or on Facebook the DL Hughley Show. The website is the DL Hughley Show dot com. Well, he's basing his on wealth, right? Yeah. Well, you can look yeah, at anybody, yeah. high-profile professional woman. Yeah. No, I mean, man well, uh, or well, you know, person. It's not, I, don't, I don't know that that means you're a good person, but I think the, the real question is: if you're looking for somebody to be a life's partner, whether you're a man or a woman, is it hard to do? That's whether you're a man or woman. If you're a rich man, <laughs> you're gonna be have to be more judicious. Just like if you're a rich woman, you have to be more judicious. But is it hard? For a good man to find a good, because we always hear about how hard it is for a good woman to find a good man. Mm-hmm. Is it hard for a good man to find good women? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Michael J. Porter... Um, who plays for the different number? Just won the championship, right, Skip? Yeah, yeah. He called. Um, he says that uh, you know he, he he'll probably make six hundred, seven hundred million dollars before through the course probably. of his career with Easily. inflation. No, 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 no not straight money. <laughs> straight money. I don't get three hundred million dollar contracts with these cats are getting. He's gonna get at least two of them. So um, he says it's hard to find a good woman as a professional athlete. Uh, he said these girls are putting on the front. They're getting slicker and slicker. Anybody that has been to a hotel when the NBA team shows up, you can see what's happening. Oh, um, we're, we And we always do hear that good men are hard to find. Is it hard for a good man to find good women? Is that the question? Uh, is, is that hard to do also? We're going to go to our social media platform, especially LK. What do they say? So we have Tasha from Austin, Texas. And Tasha said men and women need to have more realistic expectations of what's good. Man, very good answer from Tasha. Where's she from? Austin, Texas. Texas? Surprisingly. Wow, that's reasonable for Texas. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, wow. Um, I, I think it's hard for people. Once you have, I think, achieved, even if it's not even about achievement, or even if you're set in your ways, even if you are used to a certain thing, it's hard to risk giving that up for somebody and that they not be worth it. So I think it's hard for anybody. Jasmine, what do you think? Is it hard? Well, for I can't them? speak for men because I don't know. I'm not a man out there looking, but I do know and I believe that it's hard for any person who is good, whether Even you from Texas. have a lot of money or a little money. I think it's difficult no matter what. I know for me, it is very difficult, which is why I'm still Single. But if you were made $300 million, wouldn't you be? If you were worth $300 million. I'm not worth $300 million, and it's still hard to find a, well, a that's man who's, you're sissy, though. 
not gay, not married, not, you know, and just a good human being. It's difficult. But in the case of this guy, I think it depends on where you're... I'm not stingy. I am not stingy. You're not? No. Okay, so if I wanted to borrow, like Gail King was talking about, Mm -hmm. somebody only wanted about $4,000 for her, and she gave it to him, and he paid her back in days, three days he paid her back. Yeah. And she never looked at him and saying again. Mm. Yeah, because she had to let him borrow five, four thousand dollars. That's you, though. Well, first of all, that's not me because you ain't getting four thousand. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ever doesn't mean I'm stingy. Ever. It means I'm smart. <laughs> what depends who it is. If she thought like I, let, that is correct. I like, think it depends on who it is. I don't care if it was a rich I, person I, that she knew was rich. Like, and yes. just maybe I forgot my wallet, but I got to do it. Whatever. Like, if, Correct. You, you know, if I bought $20 from Jasmine, you best believe, which <laughs> I would never would do, you best believe that before that day, and I said it was going to be there by a certain time, you best believe that if it weren't there, First I would get all, a call. Okay, you know what? Don't be disrespectful. Don't tell the truth now. That's not true. If you needed something, I would give it to you. Now, I'm going to you about getting it back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I you, need listen, my money. You ever read the four agreements? Be impeccable with your words. Yeah. If you tell me you're going to do something, do it. Right, okay. If you say Friday, okay. don't come to me Wednesday. Ah, yeah. But Wednesday ain't Friday. Friday. No, I'm talking about the Wednesday after that oh, Friday, okay. which is what you okay. tend to do. Tell us what you think. Is it hard for, we always hear about how it's hard for a, a woman to find a good man. Is it hard for a, a man to find a good woman? That's the question we're posing to you. 877-242-2426. We'll get to your calls in a bit. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. So the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Porter Jr., a star player for the Denver uh, Nuggets, a world champion Denver, Denver Nuggets, I hate saying that, um, says that, you know, he, it's, women are getting slicker, slicker. It's hard to find, you know, somebody who, you know, isn't, you know, out to try to take advantage of them. Do you think is we know we always hear about how it's hard for a good woman to find a good man. It's hard for a good man to find a good woman. Uh, skip my man Cheatham. What do you think? I think yeah, I think and you know because we're talking about men because I we hear it all the time. Women can't find a good man. Can't find a good man. They either gay. They're in jail. They don't have this. They don't make this much money. Or they you know whatever. So we do. We hear that argument, but we don't really hear you know how Michael Porter Jr. laid it down. You don't hear it often that okay, I'm a high profile. There's dude, and it's hard for me to find somebody. Well, because, he also mm, talked about how he saw his mother. And yeah. it, it, said he's not to you said a one night stand moving around. Wow. Yeah, he said he's not really into. Like, you know, the young, rich lifestyle that, hey, women all over the place and everything else. He's looking for a good woman to settle down with, like his yeah. parents. And, and he's saying he's having mm-hmm. a hard time. So I, I believe anybody that's high profile and successful, it can be hard to find, you know, it, it, somebody who's, you know, 100, genuine about you. It's hard. And even if you do, it, it, there's always going to be the question of why. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I saw somebody, like some people I see. With people, I'm like, ah, come on. Like the fact that, <laughs> Patrick, you ain't had a beautiful girl like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That yeah. I think, sure. I think it's easier for, I think it's harder for women, though, but to be honest. Harder. Because I think because men don't have it, dude. You could be a rich dude and you say, "Oh, I want some fries," and you pull into a drive-through. If the woman that answers that window physically, oh my yeah. gosh, she's gorgeous. If, you'll if give she's her gorgeous, a shot. Be, yeah, if you like come back and pick you up, yeah, you'll be what time you get? She ain't gonna be working there that long. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what time? You know you, what yeah. But I've a woman, I don't care how attractive a man is, you'll be like, just hand me my fries. He's cute, but I'm mm-hmm. ain't no ain't no way. Mm-hmm. So last time I saw a beautiful maid was when Jennifer Lopez played Made Manhattan. <laughs> Never seen one. Never. Hey, I, I got a great I tell you what, I went to the CVS in Miami on South Beach one time. She had Ooh. on the Dicky 
Macy's and the regular old CVS yep. shirt. This girl yep. was gorgeous. I was like, yep. why are you here? You know. But, uh, well, mm. and you came back later on that shift and she wasn't because I'm sure Rick Ross came through. <laughs> 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 All right. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, um, we always hear about how hard it is for a woman to find a good man. Is it hard for a man to find a good woman? Junius, what do you think? Well, it depends on, you know, what you're looking for and how you're looking. I mean, being a professional athlete like himself, he doesn't really have time. man's aunt. He doesn't have time to invest in, you know, really developing a friendship and then uh, eventually a relationship. You know, because that's really how you find life partners. You know, you don't just jump in and, oh, she's beautiful. You know, I'll see you later, baby, and let's get married. No, it develops over time. So, you know, that's that's on him. He got to he got to put there the time you go. in there. Thank you, Junebug. But you know what? Aaron Gordon <laughs> said he took a girl out on a date. He also plays for Denver. He uh Aaron Gordon played and he said he was at the table and found out saw a phone. The girl was googling his net worth while they were out on the first date. Wow. Mm. Googling yeah. his net worth. Well, if you put time yeah. into that relationship, you would you would figure that out. Well, he he How about that part. You know, but that time that he, he ended. But 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 if I I mean, but Cuz these are not new problems. Problems. These, no. these types of things have been happening for as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's not like it's anything new. So my new. thing, it's how is it, it is new? new? I'll tell you why. There's never been this. There's never been this many black wealthy men in the same place. These basketball players are the richest black people on the face of the earth, and they have a, a social media apparatus that is predatory. So yes, I think men and women have always found places. And men of that are, that dynamic always existed, but never with this level of technology where people can Google your network, pretend like they don't know you, set you. That, that's, no, that's but I, I I agree with that part. But going back to something Skip said earlier, and that is when you are well known and you are over, I don't know, six nine or whatever right. the case. Just can't hide. People I'm are going to know <laughs> yeah. who you are, so you don't right. need Google for that. No, but nobody. It isn't that they. Basketball players never made this kind of money. Nobody ever made this no, kind of I money. No, I know, but I think it's also all relative, right? Because even though the amount of money they're making now wasn't the amount they were making 20 years ago, to the average person, whether it be average female or male, it's still a lot of money. And if, 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 Far uh, more than what they were making. If, 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 what was his name? The kid named Mike, what, what's his name? He played, he used to play for Memphis. Mike Connolly. If, if yeah. Mike Connolly, who nobody would know, <laughs> like, if, unless you play, uh, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, he, uh, Mike Conley made Tom Brady's money. He killed himself. Cause, no, cause I, he, so there's the the money that these people are making now. The minimums that they're making right now. You could be a, a average. Used to be in the NBA, you make what five, two hundred, eight, seven hundred thousand dollars, right? Right, Skip, eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Now the minimum. You have dudes that can't even. They're not even great players. They're making twenty five, thirty million dollars a year. I know that is that's not my point. My and these point chicks is it's still it. relative. I'm saying. I know people who made more than $800,000 some years ago. Let me oh, just yeah. say that. I bet they were great players. They were good players. That, but that's my point. Now, it's still relative. Minimum, there were still yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. were still looking for them in the lobby, right? I've been in lobbies before. I have a cousin who played professional basketball, and I saw how women were coming at him. So I think it is possible that, you, relatively speaking, the same problem that's happening now happened then. It's no different. All right. Okay. Um, we're going to get to your calls. What do you think? Uh is it hard? We know it's hard for a woman to find a good man. Are we here? That <laughs> is hard for a woman to find a good man. Is it hard for a man to find a good woman? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, did uh, Michael Porter Jr. play for the world champion Denver Nuggets? How much that hurts me to say that? Oof. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Are they wearing gold better than the Lakers at this particular yeah. moment? Hey, man, well, you know, they only have to win 17 more before they're as great as the Lakers were. I mean, only have to win 17 more. The longest um, journey begins with the first step. So yeah, but it, it won't happen. It won't happen. He'll be 30. He'll be 57 years old. <laughs> he'll own the team first. <laughs> Um, do you think it's hard? For, we we hear often how hard it is for a, a good woman to find a good man. It's hard for a good man to find a good woman. We're going to the phones. Um, I think it is hard for a good man to find a good woman due to um, the women have so many games or just as many games as the guys do nowadays. So, yes, I think it is hard for um, some good men to find a good woman. It is extremely hard for a good man to find a good woman. Because most women nowadays feel like they are too strong, make too much money, or they got too many problems themselves. And they always want a man to prove something to them, but they never want to prove something to a man. I don't think that it would be too hard if people understand and know themselves good enough to know what it is that they want. And as long as you come in with honesty, I feel like everything just falls into place. Some people just make it harder than what it needs to be. Yes, it is hard. It's very hard. And plus, at this young, younger generation, I just hate to say it, but my man just needs to just stay strapped, have his fun, do his thing, and forget about that part of it. With this generation now, he done. He out of luck. All right, Jeff Brown, what do you think? I think I know right where his good woman is. Can we know that? In two, in she is right in the middle of giving back altruistically. He needs to find a woman who has set aside all kind of the monetary value and is on the same page his mama was. And where he's going to find that woman is helping somebody. These, oh, women, these women, these women who he's talking about that he's around are only about taking. He needs to find a woman that's giving. Right. Find out where but she is. But they are giving. Oh, yeah, they're giving something. <laughs> that's not the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. That's the business. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to somebody who don't have a dog in this race at all. Uh, Tyler, is it hard for a good man? <laughs> is it hard for a, a oh, good man. A man to find a good Get him. What do you think? I don't even think? know what you said. I said, is it... <laughs> She's so lesbian, she don't even hear this conversation. You cannot defeat her because she is you. I can't plug into this. All right, we've heard from the LBGQ, whatever. Coming up, we got more of your calls. It's the D.O. Ugly Show. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So the question we're asking, is: we hear uh, ad nauseum how hard it is for a woman to find a good man. Is it hard for a good man to find a good woman? We're going to the phones. I think it is hard for good men to find a good woman because I know three brothers right now. They're really good men. The women they had before, they took good care of them. The women dogged them out, left them for other men. They left a hero for a zero. It's hard for men, just like it is for women. A good woman can't find a good man. A good man can't find a good woman, but we can find some trash. Not just a professional or a, a, a wealthy person, uh, but most of this generation, you know, because I have a 24-year-old son, a 20-year-old daughter, and a 16-year-old son, and I look and I feel kind of bad because finding a mate is going to be uh, so tough because for the most part, uh, a lot of these uh, youngsters are rude. They have very little social skills, uh, and they, they're just different. They're entitled. So, you know, for anyone in this age group now, not just professional or athletes, but for a lot of this age group to find someone, it's going to be very tough. Yes, I think it, it is hard for uh, a man to find a good woman and a woman to find a good man. I have a 36-year-old son, uh, no children, a good job, no overhead, and for some reason in a DMV, he just can't find a woman that uh, would do right by him. I, uh, Woody, what do you think? I think men and women have unrealistic expectations of what's good and what's like, like you just like it's it's subjective. Like, can you just find somebody you can stand to be with, you know, for more than 10 minutes without having to go crazy? Then, yeah, like it's That's just a low bar. Do they make do they make this amount of <laughs> come on it's, now. it's so many expectations. Like, can you do this for me? Can you make this amount of money? It's like, look, can I come to you when I got something on my mind? Like, can I depend mm. on you when I'm in trouble? Like, are you good for my mental health? Not just, you know, for... Let me tell you something. Stuff, okay, so. Kyle, Kyle is less Asperger than all of us right now. <laughs> I mean, I think... I think we... I think we caught a little bit of it and he got the crew. I I'm think telling so. got the It's just, you need to have more realistic... Ex- men and women both need to have more realistic expectations. If you would listen to the show and we asked who the slow boy, you wouldn't say him. No. 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 <laughs> you wouldn't. No. You would say me, bro. You. I would say you. Yeah. 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 candidate. Yeah. All right, coming up, we're going to find out what life is like on the yard with that boy trade at the D.L. Hughley Show. That boy Trey is here to let us know what life is like in an HBCU with my life on the yard. What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey. Back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. I take some online classes. I wasn't feeling like driving all the way to school and like I feel like it would be easier for me not to skip 
if I had some online classes. I had this test in the science class that I'm taking, right? Taking physics. We had a test day or two ago. The test is online, but this is the part that has me like laughing because <laughs> the test is online, right? No lockdown browser at all. So it's like, it's like free game. I don't, I don't partake in this cheating stuff that I know a whole lot of other people do. You know, I'm not gonna incriminate myself, you feel me? But it's just hella easy. Like, it's so easy to get away with. Like, he had us sitting on the Zoom call and he took all these precautions. You know, keep your, keep your camera on, uh, have nothing on your desk, da-da-da-da-da, no noise in the background, no headphones, all of that stuff, right? But he can't see what's on our computer screen. What is stopping somebody from searching up every answer on that test? Nothing, nothing at all. <sighs> We're gonna have a whole lot of doctors, scientists, you know, people that need like actual PhDs and like hella school. We're gonna have a whole bunch of them surviving off chat GPT. Cause I know for a fact, everybody in that class was on chat GPT answering that test. That's all I'm gonna say. Till next time, this has been that boy Trey with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU life. Thank you, Trey. Coming up, we're going to celebrate Black History Month with Jamal Kingley, the militant man on the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. I hope that one day, <laughs> what I hope one day sincerely is they catch him talking to me the way he does. Actually, that wasn't even for you. That was for, oh, uh, you know, I was the surrogate. Uh, you know. <laughs> it was actually No, I'm just saying, Mr. I hope that they hear the way you talk to me. And I hope that, you know, because... I think a lot of people tend to blame me for our dynamic, but they don't really know the things you all do. Wait, so it's like, you know how the ref only sees the second hit. I mean, yeah. the ref only sees the, the the second hit. They don't ever see the first one. If you're good. <laughs> if you know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Jasmine, tonight, uh, to, how was your thing today? You had a thing in Vegas today. I did. It was, was fun. It was a lot of fun. So what time was it? Is it in the afternoon? It was in the afternoon, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. early evening. Yeah, because the big show starts later on. Yeah, that's fine. I got big things to do later yeah. anyway. So. And what's going to do Well, I hope you avoid going to jail is what oh, I hope I'm for. I'm never going to jail. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I do. Uh, I don't know. Uh-uh. Lana's done some pretty sketchy things. Well, then that would, that. She would go to jail, <laughs> not me. I have Lana, I don't associate with you had, criminals. You had a good time in Vegas? I did. What did you do? I worked. <laughs> of course. How Dominican of you? Great <laughs> answer. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna get you for Christmas? A leaf blower. That's what. I, no, that wouldn't be good. Well, no. that wasn't the type of job I was doing. But oh, what kind of job? Wait a minute. Oh, we're we're talking about Vegas. Be careful. Well, what are you doing? I was making sure Jasmine was oh. good. Well, Thank all I know is it's glitter and singles. Is that what here. they call it now? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> What's your name? Shake what your mama gave you a lot. Indeed. <laughs> here to recognize black folk who are making black history today is Jamal Kingsley. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Raphael Warnock is an American pastor turned politician. Since 2005, he's been the senior pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, the very same church Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. pastored until his assassination in 1968. Raphael Warnock 
is the first African-American to represent the state of Georgia in the United States Senate. He's a proud graduate of the HBCU powerhouse Morehouse College and is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So not only does he deliver divine messages from the pulpit, he's also part of the Divine Nine. Think about it, my brother. Raphael Warnock delivered the benediction at the public prayer service at the second inauguration of President Barack Obama. Warnock supports expanding the Affordable Care Act and has called for the passage of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. He's a proponent of abortion rights, gay marriage, and has been endorsed by Planned Parenthood. He opposes the concealed carry of firearms, saying that religious leaders do not want guns in places of worship. Raphael Warnock has long opposed the death penalty. Hmm, this is the kind of pastor that could make a brother start going back to church. Think about it, my brother. Not only is Raphael Warnock the first ever African-American senator to represent the peach state of Georgia, he's the first African-American Democrat elected to the Senate seat by a former state of the Confederacy. Hmm. They always send a black man in to clean up their mess. Think about it, my brother. So here's a black history salute to Raphael Warnock. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. Are you planning Valentine's Day for your man? It can be difficult, but we're going to help you out with my top five. Now it is time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. The Supreme Court heard a case today that could determine whether or not Donald Trump is eligible to run for president. The Supreme Court of Colorado ruled in December that Trump took part in the insurrection during the 2021 Capitol riot and removed the former president from the state's ballot. A decision is expected before next month's Super Tuesday primaries. Senator Bernie Sanders wants pharmaceutical CEOs to explain why drug prices are so high. The heads of Johnson & Johnson, Merck, and Bristol-Myers Squibb will appear before the Senate Health Committee today, led by the Independent from Vermont. Making drug prices affordable has long been a top issue for Bernie Sanders. Barrington Irving is the first black man to pilot a plane around the world solo. At 30, he is also the youngest person and first Jamaican to accomplish this feat. He has also founded Experience Aviation, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering minority youth to pursue careers in aviation. Aviation. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Jasmine. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep, yep, what? Don't tell me. Sound like Teddy Riley. Teddy Pride. Right? Did she pay She's enough? paid, All yes. Right. Coming out, we got more of the D.L. Hughley Show. Now we got the re- we have the resources for it. <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your and indictment update. Uh, so I trust you had a good time while you were in Vegas, Jenny. I did. I'm leaving. wonderful. Did Vegas, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Is it wonderful? Well, with my friends, it was wonderful. Yeah. I don't. Not really fond of Vegas itself, but when I'm with my friends, I would think you would like Vegas. And why? Shopping, food. I don't like to shop there. I Mm. don't like the food there, and I'm not going to gamble. Jasmine, they have the best restaurants in the country. Mm. You don't shop in Vegas, Jasmine. They do. They have the best restaurants. They didn't. They didn't. Well, they didn't originate there. They just bought them and said they they just co-opted them. Yeah, there's some great restaurants there. Nice. I'm not a foodie like that, so I don't really care. Great shopping like that. 
looks okay. You just don't like the all oh, the sin. I like hanging out with my friends and drinking and laughing and kicking it. That's the sin. And Vegas is the perfect place. Yeah, there's exactly. a lot of that going on. But I can on. do that anywhere. I can do that here in LA. I can yeah. do that in New York. I, I'm I not a big Vegas anywhere. fan either, but I'll be there this uh, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> to I'm, I'm really not. You know why? Because every time I land there, there in Miami, I was like, is the devil actually here right now? <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel at home when you go? No. Oh, okay, uh, kinda. sorry. But uh, <laughs> when I fly to Miami, I start taking antibiotics on the plane, Jack. I'm like, uh-uh, you won't get me. <laughs> you won't get me. Uh, did I tell you that time I went to Miami and hmm. everybody's wearing all the women wear tape on their on their nipples and on their? But I told you what that was. It was a, it was actually a swimsuit. That's a whole line. Yeah, what? It's a designer yeah. line. Yeah, well, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was. I was like, well, wow. And you know, it was in vogue at the time. You know, I was. You know, I'm as He's out of curious like, as everybody else. I'm like, what the hell is tape? Well, what happened was we actually went to the wrong hotel, and then when we got back to our hotel, wink, nobody wink. was wearing. No, we didn't. The wrong we didn't. Hotel. <laughs> we were, right, we're at the Nico, like and we it actually went up to the Fountain Blue, uh-huh. which is not. Oh, uh, correct. But they're in the same parking lot. <laughs> They are. There's if a it, big difference between those nope, two hotels. They're, the, they're in the exact second. same. They're in the exact same parking lot. Come on, Skip. They're right. Skip. But you skip. know the difference. Look up, look up look, the Nico. No, skip just coughing. Look up the Nico and look at the Fountain Blue in Miami. They're on the same, they're in the same okay. space. Mm-hmm. Right. So the driver pulled up to the Fountain Blue and I was like, this isn't our hotel. Mm-hmm. And we had to, I had to walk around to make sure it wasn't. And then right next door, mm-hmm. it was our yeah. hotel. Might as well have a drink while we're here. Only because I didn't want them to think we, they ran me off. Sure. You crazy. Oh, and he brought all that stock with three M's. Uh, man, take <laughs> Come on, man. Really? Come on now. I'd like Roll the tape back. Is what <laughs> <laughs> Planning Valentine's Day for your man can be difficult, but we're going to help you out. Jasmine, give us five Valentine's Day gifts that will actually make him smile by <laughs> Madame Noir. Let's see about that. Yeah, let's see. Number five, an amazing meal. Yeah, can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Can't I'll grin for that. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait. Well, number four of the top five Valentine's Day gifts that could actually make him smile lingerie. Yes. But what? That's the all okay. opening wrap. Yeah. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> make a grin. Won't be Number three of the top five Valentine's Day gifts that uh, actually make him smile a weekend getaway. With me. Yeah. yeah. Is she With there? her? No. I'm just asking. I'm asking a question. <laughs> Number two of the top five Valentine's Day gifts that actually make him smile. Tickets to a concert or sporting event. Wow. If they're good seats, yeah. right? Floor seats to a good game free. or something. Yeah. If they if the good they good is relative. If I'm yeah. in there and I didn't pay for it, that's dope. Not yep. in the rafters. That ain't good. And the number one of the top five <laughs> yeah, that's Valentine's Day. You should be able to wanna you never would mind. never. And the Maybe. number one of the top five Valentine's Day gifts that actually make him smile, a custom whiskey cask. Yeah. That ain't gonna make yeah. you smile. Yeah, it'll, what do you get this for? It, it'll Not make, a whiskey itself. It'll, yeah, no. It'll, it'll make the drunk take smile. I know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, of course, uh, is gonna do it for us. It's the Lady, Lady and Gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. I um, am on my way to Vegas. All uh, right. I had to wait till Jasmine left so she could clear the runway. I don't need to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, Jasmine, what did you learn today? Well, I'm trying to decide if people are, are letting um, Tyrese off the hook yet. I'll ask him because awesome. that's his buddy. Since he thought, you know, he wish he was born Latino. 
<laughs> because of the way you know, I guess Latin families stick together and yeah, he you know, got that whole diet yeah, it was, I started to call him. I'm yeah, like, I can't. What's wrong it. with him? Get your boys. See, yeah, 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 you, you, you can uh-huh. you can be Latino and still be black. Just as black as he that? is right now. Not that on the survey. <laughs> Not let That's them tell absolutely it. right. Not yeah. let them tell it they can't. Yeah. But he, you know, he was talking more specifically, I think, like about, you know, culturally. Mexican. But you could yeah. also be Mexican and be black, too. And, and what he was saying is like, he was, well, we he were said. like this. Sometimes I wish I was born Latino. I mean, the Latin community is grounded in family, loyal entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women literally represent the dream, the grind, the hustle, doing whatever it takes to stick together against all odds. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. No, 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 I mean, yeah, that's a well, broad brush, but yeah. uh, that's a very broad brush. Brush. Okay. Uh, skip my man Cheatham. What do you? What do you? What did you learn? Today? I just learned. I hope. Uh, yeah, I want you to have a good time uh, and uh, may, uh, do your thing in Vegas. I know you're gonna perform, do well. I'm gonna do a little stuff. black family time there, baby. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. And do all your thing. Just don't do a Lamar Odom. That's all I no, no, ask. You ain't gotta worry yeah. about that. I know. You usually don't fall out there. You fall out no. in Denver is yes, where you fall yes. out, but not you know. And, and, and Memphis. Nashville. And Memphis. Yes. And not 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 Memphis. No, not, yeah, Nashville. I'm sorry, Nashville. Nashville. Yes. Listen, if I'm don't lie about where I passed out. <laughs> Yeah. If D- I would never Nashville. pass out in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Skip. If DL falls, Derek will be there to not catch him. Yeah, again. there you go. There you go. Well, he did catch me in Denver. That's five hundred. He's five hundred. In all fairness, Derek's in Mexican. They don't. They play soccer, so they don't use the hands. So. You know, he didn't catch you. <laughs> <laughs> On the next DL Hughley show, if you're not going to happy out, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House party. Plus, we're going to give you another hot new song with my day butt of the week and another episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of me called. It's the DL Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. It's the DL Hughley Show. See you on the other side.